If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started today's episode is about abuse and i'm not talking about a specific type of abuse necessarily i'm talking about any kind of abuse that can hinder someone's potential from being whatever they want to be, um, someone who is abusive can use violence, so physical abuse, um, as well as emotional abuse. And emotional abuse tends to be more, um, how do we say, more scarring, deeper than the physical abuse, because physical abuse is just a hit to a slap or two, a punch or two, a kick or two, and then they just, you know, they, they only hurt physically, but then they just heal, like, in a, in, a, in a matter of minutes or so. And the most part, and the worst part, maybe hours, but a emotional abuse can even last for years. It's a deep, deep wound, and it's not something that takes a really short time for it to heal it's a really a really um deep something that really is not easy to get over uh, at times it can get even stuck in one's uh, psyche and can stick there until that person is traumatized and it it destroys their their mood it destroys their uh, capability of distinguish themselves from others uh to distinguish their thoughts from others um they may be even hearing some thoughts that they think it's theirs and then they build this image that um 
these abused people are nasty and mean and liars when it's not it's not none of it is about them but it sort of creates this false image of themselves and this false self starts to manifest itself in a way that's extremely uncomfortable they start to dissociate themselves from who they once were which is the same idea but i'm just basically trying to reformulate it in different ways concentration they become very depressed they think of um, suicide they have suicidal thoughts um, they see themselves as worthless hopeless helpless basically um, no one really cares about them and all of these things can actually manifest themselves into physical and transform into physical symptoms, which is even worse. Because right now, for someone to face this kind of abuse and to have to suffer through it and to have to go through it unwillingly, of course, they can't get enough sleep even. Like, many times, just someone will not get enough sleep, they would you have insomnia and it's not just it's not just once or twice and worse than post-traumatic stress disorder is the complex post-traumatic stress disorder which basically exhibits the same symptoms but is repeated on a long period of time like every day or every week or a lot of years and that's a very 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 that's the wound itself like that's the injury itself and it's extremely deep and extremely um something that remains stuck there for a long period of time and it affects the person on every single aspect and it's something that is not easy to heal either so yeah but since we're focusing on abuse um so like i said there's the physical abuse uh which is also harmful but like i said it's not as harmful as the emotional abuse and emotional abuse it can be verbal it can be um abandonment it can be extreme uh, attachment um it can also be extreme abandonment. It can be insults constantly, being insulted constantly, being humiliated constantly, being um, used as this sort of property that that is uh, the fuel of the narcissistic person um, for their prestige and for their ego that's something that feeds their ego this person becomes a property of this narcissistic person abuser and for it's for their own sake it's for their own interest and for their own prestige basically like it has nothing to do with that abused person clearly um yeah it can be about humiliation also in public uh they can be mentioned in public in 
mocking ways, in calling names, in hurting them, in mentioning embarrassing, but not just really embarrassing, but like awkward, uncomfortable, and yet really unnerving uh, stories about them uh, in public, in meetings, in family meetings, in family gatherings, in public events, in a wedding, in workplace even, like... And, and and what's even worse is that they bring this person in front of them and they smear campaign them. And it doesn't just, just happen behind their back, it's right in front of their face. And they humiliate them and they, um, I don't know how to say, start to undervalue them in a way that makes them look so small makes them look like they're these people are so small and they're so helpless they're not capable of defending themselves they're defenseless basically and the abused and becomes this person who cannot defend themselves regardless of what the abuser does because the emotionally abuser person does whatever they want they can, they can even control the finances and that's even like more fucked up than ever like they can control the finances they can hide the money they can um for example imagine two partners two a married couple for example and the abuser whoever the abuser is the wife the the husband whatever um they want to use the strategy to keep everything under their control and they want to, for example, hold every single penny under their own armpits. And they want to hide every single penny. They want to ask where every single penny uh, went, how each and every single penny was spent, and punished if anything went wrong. Um, and just really yeah having money hidden from like they cannot share that money anymore um they usually provoke conflict over money and financial um status not status but situation yeah the financial situation um in the way that makes the abused person really feeling like they're irresponsible, they're useless, they're neglectful of the financial situation of theirs, it makes the abuser really have fun, and um, basically someone who is high on the fact that, well, stoned on the fact that this person who is being abused right now is their most their happiest moment is the moment where they feel the strongest the moment where the abuser feels at the peak of their power they cannot be defeated they are invincible at the time and what's even worse than this is when it is repeated every single day and there's and 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 if someone really another abused abused person would try to instead of reacting to such a thing in a way that backfires tries to see this 
a situation from a from the big picture and tries to um ignore well not ignore the details but try to step away a little from the details but look at it at the big picture and see it from a neutral perspective and understand what it is all about and they can see that it is a repetitive pattern something that is repeated a specific set of strategies that are used and um carefully selected and cunningly used for the benefit of the abuser and for their interest basically and that's what they want that's what they seek um what they want is to drain energy they want to suck life out of the abused for their own ego for their own insecurities they hide their flaws they hide their insecurities but at the same time they show them it's really a confusing thing like really a confusion that you just can't fucking understand like sometimes you see these per- people trying to show off to for example relatives or their or their friends as people who are very let's say uh clean very flawless very neat and highly looked upon but um what the abused sees once the doors are closed is another image of theirs is the real image of the abuser is the person this person who is dominant obsessed with control obsessed with manipulation obsessed with making themselves feel invincible and um the strongest but at the same time the most the most um flawless perfect um highly looked upon person by others because that's what they want okay i'm talking about a specific type of narcissist in this case and this type is the uh, overt overt narcissists do this they would like to show an image uh outside that is perfect that is flawless that is um full of joy and happiness and balance and perfection everywhere and once the doors are closed it's another terrifying image it's a nightmarish image that um that the abused is exposed to and they have to succumb into it unwillingly uncomfortably disturbingly every single adverb you think and there's the covert narcissist well the covert narcissist is easy to deal with it's obvious like this person is obvious to know what their uh pattern of behavior is and how and what kind of abuse they show it's obvious but for the overt these people tend to be uh more sneaky more let's say cunning uh than um 
and then the covert narcissist because they tend to lie a lot and narcissists in general are compulsive liars they tend to gaslight a lot too much sometimes to handle even like gaslighting to them is a freaking habit that they love to do it's something that makes them feel like uh, if they've done anything wrong and they want to deny it, they just gaslight. And for the abused to reveal any mistake or any wrongdoing that is any misdeed that is done by the abuser, any hurtful acts that are hurting the abused person, gaslighting is a way to. How do I say? Uh, reverse the conversation back onto the abused person making the abused person feel like they're the ones who committed the crime when it's not their fault even like um so it's that way is their way of manipulating the uh the stage basically because all of it is a play it's all a play like the narcissists take this role of this beautifully complex person who is trying to be perfect flawless but at the same time who shows a lot of these flaws sometimes even unawarely but they do it anyway they do it um but because um these people are obsessed with getting attention validation um admiration from others and it's always about me 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 look at me they turn the conversation on to themselves it's always about them they're flawless they're perfect they're amazing human beings they have exceptional talent exceptional uniqueness beauty whatever um they can be grandiose they can also be paranoid um they think people might envy them they think people might go after them and they have to be protected and they have to be um um sheltered in a way and so they can show a lot of these um symptoms not in a in a how do we say in a coherent manner not necessarily in um a clear manner but they can show these types of traits along with arrogance of course and exploitation of others taking advantage of others and uh, lack of empathy and lack of empathy contributes so much to this kind of abuse they abuse emotionally financially sexually even and they don't care these people don't give a fuck like well, w- once they do their deed their act it's like it doesn't matter you know they they think no one is going to care no one's going to bother even trying to save the situation when clearly it is out of lack of empathy and so these people suffer a lot from lack of empathy and make them look like people who are not worthy of respect although they want people to respect them and they're by a lot of 
by and large, so many people do respect them, unfortunately. But that's because they make people respect them. They show this mask of respect me, you know. And it's kind of like that for them. But it's also this lack of empathy that, like I said, contributes to the abuse. They don't like to see someone criticizing them. They don't like to see someone um, revealing their their hurtful behaviors back to them. It's like an insult to them. It's like an insult to their ego, an insult to their insecurities. And then they are narcissistically injured. They they scream, they rage, they will make a fuss about it. They will fight, they will argue, they will humiliate, they will smear campaign you in front of everyone else to teach you a fucking lesson about how dare you try to talk about me like that. You know, they never accept themselves as flawed people. They usually look at themselves as just people with huge, huge um, importance and, how do we say, um, ego and position in the society. They usually look at themselves as these perfect human beings who are trying to be the inspiration of the whole world, when clearly they're just ordinary people trying to make a living, but they don't see it that way. They see it as as themselves with a, with a big deal, a high value. And usually they like to worship themselves, and they like to do that and get attention from people and like people to worship them in return. And that's what we call supply. Because... Usually what they do is they search for supply to feed their ego, to fuel their ego. And that's what they love to do. A mother can be a narcissistic person. And she loves to have a child of hers who is going to represent the best supply ever. Um, so... In the first episode, I talked about the scapegoat, the golden child, the lost child, and the flying monkeys. She can pick uh, the scapegoat, for example, and make it her very favorite, endless kind of supply that feeds her ego, feeds her narcissistic way of doing things, her prestige, her value, her importance, basically, because she owns that person, it's her property, she, that that child is not an individual, it's rather a property of hers, which makes them look like an object that narcissistic mother or father can control and manipulate according to their own desire, to their own dreams even, because why the fuck not? I'm your mother. I'm supposed to tell you what you to do, what you how you dream, what you want to do in your life, how you want to grow up, who you're going to marry, what kind of job you're going to ha- you're going to get, and all these kinds of things. 
they're not um, empathetic when it comes to their children, even's own future and own destiny and what they would like to um, achieve in their lives. They look at these people as a property of their own. What you do as a child of a narcissistic parent, be it a mother or father or grandmother or grandfather, whichever, is 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 um, is uh, is food for their own ego. Is how do we say? It? Um, yeah, it's it's food for their own ego. It's food for their own prestige. It's how they want people to look at them that grabs their attention. They want to be looked at as someone prestigious through their children. Imagine, for example, a mother who has children that are... One is a doctor, one is an engineer, one works at a big company of... I don't know the most advanced security uh, equipment and yet and another child is basically the most different out of them and it's the kind of child who who um the kind of child who is creative who is artistic who likes to do stuff that is creative and artistic and not really related to medicine or engineering or lawyer or whatever she picks the child for example who works in this very prestigious company and whenever there's a family gathering or a reunion with their friends or something um she uses this child basically as a tool as um, a booster of their ego because they want to show off they want to brag about themselves what they do is they use their child as the tool for them to brag about themselves and hey look at my child he's working uh, he's working at this company this very prestigious company blah 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 and all these kinds of stuff to make themselves look so um, of a high end <laughs> basically and yeah and that is abusive like that is extremely abusive and for the child to feel uh, so traumatized and so abused in that situation it puts them under so much stress puts them under so much trial and error but error is not like acknowledged it's forgotten about it's put aside what is being acknowledged is perfectionism it's working hard it's trying to make the reputation of the family stay um, prestigious high with value rich and that's what they love to do. You don't like to ruin the image of your parents when you work as, I don't know, say, um, 
as a as a in in whatever type of unconventional jobs i don't know a youtuber a podcaster a blogger whatever a photographer any kind of job that is unconventional that is not really in the in the norm quote unquote so it's like that and then how dare you ruin our image how dare you work at this job you don't deserve this job you don't this this job is not worthy uh this salary is not it's not it's not um worth it you don't deserve to work at this job they they make up whatever excuse and whatever even movie and whatever made up story about whichever job you'd like to do as a way of changing your mind guilt tripping you basically they make you feel guilty over why you chose that particular job and why they do that it's because they love to do that they love to guilt trip people and changing their mind and manipulating their perspective in a way that they listen to them and everything in the world basically revolves around them it's no longer about their children deciding what they want choosing what they want going after their dreams no it's about them what they want what they see themselves uh how how people see them it's about their reputation it's about their prestige how people see them and what's they talk about them how they talk about them is to their children this woman's child is blah 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 she's doing fine she's doing great she gets blah 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 money she's she's the richest kid ever and her mother helped her out or whatever it's just all these um stories basically to make the abuser feel like they are in charge of everything they are in power because what they want to do is they want to prove themselves as these really powerful individuals who are capable of controlling and conquering people and turn everything around them and feeding their own ego which is never really fed fully it's weird strangely enough their ego their self-esteem their shame is never really holy it's never filled they always feel this constant emptiness that they want to fill in and they never ever ever like fill it in completely like they always feel this kind of emptiness that um they always want to fill and how they can fill it they do not fix themselves they do not want to change instead what they do is they seek others who are vulnerable quote unquote whom they make vulnerable and then follow their lead and then do what they want under their own perspective following their own experience and doing all this kind of stuff just to feel like they are 
absolutely invincible like they are absolutely in control of everything and just people like the older they are these people are fucking crazy like they do whatever it takes to destroy someone through this because a healthy parent would never do that to their child they would think of their health they would think of their mental health they would think of their own choice they would think of their own individual independent life because eventually a child is an independent individual from their parent even a partner a romantic partner is an independent individual from their partner there shouldn't be this complete abandonment and coldness because of lack of empathy and there shouldn't be an enmeshment a blend of emotions and um, and relation and relativity relativity because of lack of empathy as well a healthy parent or a healthy partner knows that this is harmful for my partner this is harmful for my child you know and same for narcissistic children although i think it's more challenging for the narcissistic parent uh, children to t- to treat their parents the healthy way i don't think that it goes the same way i think there's a there's some sort of a complexity in there which we will talk about in the next episode or the one after that but we're gonna dig deeper into that episode in the future for sure so yeah um it's really tough like such amount of such abuse really is not even like cannot be supported cannot be um voted for cannot be something accepted among society among human beings it cannot be a norm to live in to have to go through and endure every single hour every single day every single week of the year and on and on and over and over again and this it it just becomes the norm and how do you expect people to go out of their way and try to freaking heal and try to forget about this false self that was created uh, at the expense of their own mental health and um, original self and try to build, uh, not build, but rather fix themselves and try to get to know who they once were and try to connect with their authentic self because it really is hard it's so hard it's challenging it takes time and it's most definitely the most um helpful if someone can actually go to a professional psychotherapist and they can help them with uh, specific types of therapy to deal with this kind of abuse and try to go through terrifying uncomfortable memories but try to also learn how to face them and learn how to let them pass because 
The mind gets stuck with thoughts, and thoughts are really provocative, and thoughts can transcend into mindsets. And with mindsets uh, come behavior and action, and that's really terrifying. Once an, a thought becomes an obsession, becomes a mindset, and then becomes an action, a way of doing, and then becomes a habit. So that cycle, when it keeps repeating itself, the person who w- was once abused then becomes an abuser itself. So how do you expect people to heal and to get better if they keep living with such circumstances unwillingly? Because such circumstances and such shitty really shitty bad unreasonable absolutely murderous treatment anyone and everyone never deserves ends up in it it's really really traumatic and just um just not healthy at all can kill someone It can lead to them committing suicide because they're sick of life. They're just sick of the way they they the way they they see their false self um, through the eyes of the abuser. And yeah, so abuse is really a tough topic. I know uh, it's really a really deep rabbit hole to dig in. Um, But it is most definitely something that we need to fight against. It's something that we need to to act against and to um, help ourselves and others face it and destroy it before it destroys them. As for the abusers, I really hope they can get treatment and help. Because what they're doing is abnormal. It's absolutely unnatural. What they're doing to other human beings alike is not humanly. It's not humane. And it is not from God's will. So I just really hope that like people spread awareness about these kinds of topics. Because despite them being hard to have to cope with sometimes even just mentally just realize that such topics and and such phenomena are real and people are suffering because of these and we we have to do something about um fighting about them among which is this episode for example and i really really appreciate you listening this far i mean it's 37 minutes right now (laughs) but thank you if you're listening i really appreciate you clicking on this episode because it's extremely important to share such information although i'm not a professional i am not um a psychotherapist myself but i'm I'm learning i'm trying to understand these kinds of let's say crimes but they're not really like deadly bloody crimes but rather emotional 
um, crimes, you know, these kinds of offense and assaults. Um, so sharing information is extremely important for people to hear, for the hurt to hear, and for the neutral to try to help out. So, yeah. And uh, I really hope this message gets spread around. And for anyone interested in commenting, liking, sharing, subscribing to my podcast, you're very welcome. And yeah. So the episode has ended here. And you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh webpage of the podcast i will take care of it to conclude this was self-evolution regardless i'm your host maramber and i will see you in the next episode